Welcome to Vinyl Verdict. I'm Bell. I'm Jamie. I'm Ploof. And this week... We're getting down with the sickness. No. I wish. But we're actually going to pick from Ploof's collection, which did not include Disturbed. Yeah, it didn't. It's I don't just have disturbing. Any, yeah. I don't have Yo. any Disturbed albums. <laughs> it's all the Joker posters, right? Uh, so yeah, we got to uh, go through Ploof's discogs, and Jamie picked a record, and I picked a record, and Ploof didn't pick a record, because he picks a record like every Every time I get a choice. Yeah, yeah. Every, every four rotations. So I chose Somersault by... Nope. I chose Wait. Happy Camper by, by, Somersault. by Somersault, which uh, I picked because I just thought it was... I know one or two songs, and I thought that was pretty cool. Jamie, what did you pick? I picked uh, Primus's Frizzle Fry, their first album. Yeah, both good choices. Um, yeah, both very random. Very, very, very different. Very different from each other. These are both albums. Well, I want to choose a Primus album. It probably wouldn't have been Frizzle Fry, but it's a great choice, so that's yeah, fine. Yeah, I, fig- I figured you wouldn't choose Frizzle Fry so like, if I'm you were to ever cover them. Yeah, yeah, that was a challenging thing, because I picked a band that I didn't think you would pick for a full episode. Because really? I was like, I don't want to pick... Red Hot Chili Peppers, because I want you to pick Red Hot Chili Peppers for a full album. Sure. I want to pick this because of a topic that might come up. Mm-hmm. So I picked one that I was like, I recognize them, yeah. but I've never listened to them and would enjoy it. Well, yeah. I think I would enjoy it, but don't think that you would pick. So I was like, ha- trying to be strategic. I actually made a list like weeks or months ago now, um, and Happy Camper is on my list. Damn it. Not anymore. The uh, Primus album that I would have chosen is, a- it's funny because it's actually the one Les Claypool doesn't like. It's Antipop. But I love, oh, sure. I love Antipop. I don't know. He doesn't like it because it's like one of their last albums, and they, he felt like they were getting derivative by then. Of course. Um, but Frizzlefy is great. Happy Camper is great. I'm super excited to talk about both of them. Mm. Uh, it's like I get two choices in in one week. So well, let's start with uh, let's start with Primus. Yeah, their debut album came out in 1999. Or sorry, 1990. 1990. It yeah. is amazing. It's featuring Les Claypool. If you don't know about him, he's a pretty stellar bassist, very famous. He does a lot of stuff in a lot of bands. Um, Sausage, Lennon Claypool, Delirium, Primus, Oysterhead. Uh, Went to high school with uh, What's-His-Face from Metallica. Yeah, yeah. He actually... Uh, didn't he try out for Metallica too? Yeah, and yeah. They, said really? he, they said he was too good, which is just a way of saying he was too freaking weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe it. Uh, yeah, he's he does all the singing and um, all the shows. all the bass work, mm. and you know it's it's definitely Primus is one of those bands <laughs> where you either like them or you don't. Um, it's because Primus sucks. Primus Ooh. sucks, baby. I I love Primus; they're great. Uh, on this first album, we've also got Larry Luland on guitar and then Tim Herb Alexander on drums. And it's, I don't know, it's just, it's its weird. It's kind of technical sometimes. Mm. And then it's also just like, um, he doesn't do that. He uses an Oysterhead song, but there's a lyric like, wrap your lips around the bong and soon you'll feel just fine or something like that. And something like that. It's, it's basically, that's Primus in a nutshell. Sure. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about Primus, but I was excited <laughs> to listen because I've heard the meme Primus sucks. Uh, and it uh, turns out it's not a meme. <laughs> Boy, howdy, Primus does suck. Okay, I don't think they suck. Like, they're sure. clearly very talented yeah. musicians. Uh, they just put something weird together. Yeah. They're like, hey, we are the best at what we can do. Let's make the worst music we can make. Oh, man. I love it. <laughs> I like their wildly discordant. Like, the, the guitar and the bass are clearly not playing the same song. Yeah, but like it works so well. And then the thing is, is the guitar is just so out there, but the solos are so good yeah. that mm-hmm. it's like totally fine. The solos are so good. That's why I was like, they're yeah. very skilled. Why don't they just do stuff like this? Yeah. I mean, but they're doing it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain no, it's it. it's the lyrics of the vocals. <laughs> oh, man, but I love, I actually love Les Claypool singing. <laughs> okay. Jeremy's a the driver. Yeah, going so goddamn never fast. Yeah. Never never did win. No checkered flags, but it never did come in last. Okay, Jeremy's a race car driver's off the second album. Yeah. Which we're not. Um, about, what's cool about this one, though, is it's got John the Fisherman, which is what kind of made them famous. Well, it's not what made them famous, but it's what made a generation uh, find Primus with Guitar Hero. Because this was on Guitar, Guitar Hero, Hero 2. 2. Yeah. It was, um, uh, it was the only single from this album, too. Yeah. And I think that that's actually how a lot of my, uh, me and my friends found Primus. I didn't, my dad had a couple CDs, and so I listened to those when I was younger. Um, but I remember, yeah, just ripping John the Fisherman on Guitar Hero, and people being like, what the hell is this? It sounds so weird. And I'm like, yeah. It is weird. And then we'd get drunk and stoned, and then I'd play John the Fisherman, but yeah, this is great. It's like, <laughs> it's hard to explain. I don't know. Primus is one of those bands that, yeah, like I said, you just, you like them or you don't. <laughs> it's like they, it's so odd. It's like, it's an inside joke almost. Kind of, yeah. It'll be like, man, this song rocks, and then the lyrics are horrible. 
Yeah. This one, the lyrics are okay, but then he sings it just so weird. Yeah. It's like, I don't really understand. Yeah. And I feel like I'm watching people have a bunch of fun and laugh together, and I'm like, well, I don't get it. Like, I'm not included in this inside joke. And I, I think that's why the Primus sucks. Um, I mean, it's a meme now, but like, it's why it came into fruition. Apparently, some dude heckled them at a show. He said, Primus sucks. You guys suck. Blah, blah, blah. And then... Les Claypool's like, yeah, we suck, and then they just started like ripping, and uh, and and so the like the crowd started chanting, "Primus sucks." Apparently, that's I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Screamed it at Woodsock '94. Oh yeah, because they were at Woodsock '94. It was great. They <laughs> um, um, said it Woodsock is really good. Why Why did you choose this album from my collection, Jamie? Of all the albums that you could have chosen, um, it, I like Primus. Um, there were some others albums in there that i thought you might cover um and there were some other ones that i enjoy that that you own sure but like i some of the ones that you own i also own yeah so i might cover them one day and like you know like i'm not gonna choose a blind melon album again sure (laughs) so um like for example, I, one of the ones I spitballed was Tame Impala's Currents. Yeah, mm. I got the box set. It's yeah, pretty nice. That album's a banger. Yeah, um, and I I think that deserves its own episode mm. rather than like a footnote like sure one of these episodes. Um, you know, so so I I picked one that I th- think you wouldn't have picked, but I it, also interesting at the same yeah. time. Yeah, so I have like several Primus albums. Um, Same. Why Frizzle Fry instead of... Um, you don't own Green Naga Hide. You're right. I don't own Green Naga Hide. I don't own uh, Tales from the Punch Bowl. And I don't have the Brown Album yeah, either. So the Brown Album. That sounds brown. like a Ween Album. Name. Oh, yeah, dude. That's, so that's the thing is like, I'm I'm surprised because you like Ween so much that you didn't like uh, Primus as much because it's also weird and mm. like just kind of different. Um, I think it's production quality. Sure. Uh, at least later. Well... I feel early, like a lot of Ween albums, early rough. ones are, and I guess this is the first Primus one, right? It That's is. Yeah. So it's the first Ween yeah. also would have been rough. So maybe I should give it a listen because, like, I feel like even though Ween is very weird, the Mollusk has a high production quality. Sure, yes, Quebec has a yeah. high no, production well, quality. Well, All these have high production. The quality. Mollusk was their first actual studio album. Uh, yes, which was what their third, fourth real one or something whatever. like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's like even though their stuff is weird, it's very well done. Sure. And after that. Every album is also very well done. And this one just kind of felt raw and weird. So it's yeah. like, I can't enjoy it musically or, well, I mean, I wouldn't have, but yeah. production-wise either. It's, so it just was not for me. It's very, yeah, it's very raw. Um, really, I, like, I like the Brown album. Though. Like, yeah. If you had owned that, I would have picked yeah. that one too. Brown, Brown's o- pretty good. Over the Falls is a great song. Oh, man, yeah. yeah that one's so good. Yeah, I, these guys got a lot of albums. <laughs> I'm really surprised that they have so many. Yeah. and They have a huge following, too. They, they, they're well, very popular. A, a huge, huge following. Yeah, cult, yeah. cult classics. Um, one not even that long ago. 2017 is not that far no, not for that a band far. that their first album is 1990. Yeah. yeah. And and like I said before, he Les Claypool goes off and does all these other projects with other musicians. Yeah. Multiple, John Lennon's son. Yeah, multiple different bands. Um, so he's always doing something. He's always putting out work. I've definitely heard his name. Yeah. Yeah, like the Claypool Lennon Delirium. Yeah, I have both of those is, albums. Is it is an interesting band because it doesn't sound anything like, well, it sounds sort of like Primus, but not. It's not weird. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard like, to it's psychedelic explain. something yeah. or other. Yeah, but I like how like medley and raw and uh, kind of punk rock almost um, this album often gets. It's Con- just like. Con- contemporary Review said it had hints of Metallica in it. Yeah, okay. Sure. I mean, he'd probably just tried out for Metallica, so yeah, it's probably going to show up in there a little bit. Well, he tried out after What's-His-Face died. Oh. Uh, their bass player. What the hell yeah. his name? I can never remember. I wasn't uh, big into Metallica. I like uh, like Battery and a couple of the songs. Battery's but a good song. Yeah, it is. Um, anyway, we've got two albums to cover, so why don't we listen to Frizzle Fry one more time and then talk about some of the songs. Sure. Wonderful. <laughs> What an album. For seven and a half minutes. <laughs> the begin- the- I love it, though. <laughs> the beginning of the song is just YYZ by Rush. Yeah. 
<laughs> kind of is. Uh, no, no, it is. It's taken from. Is it just straight up? YYZ? It's taken from the same show that they're live. CD is from. Oh, I didn't know that. So they played the beginning of YYZ before. Oh, that's hilarious. So there's like a record needle noise. Sort of, yeah. Which like threw me. Yeah, doesn't it freaks you out? Yeah, it freaks I didn't out. know what that was. Yeah, um, so I like to defy the laws of tradition. Uh, it's got that really weird opener. Um, that yeah, cool. It's from YYZ. I had no idea. Uh, the whole thing just kind of sets the tone for the entire album, which is take something expected and turn it on its head. Sure. And then they've got this like super chill kind of floaty intro up until the I guitar really, really like kicks the intro. in. It's great. Because again, it yeah. sets the production value so high because it's so smooth yeah. and yeah. like very well done. And then it's like immediately crunchy. Like, yes. Oh. Which I don't think is wrong, bad. <laughs> it's just the length of it is that loses sure. me. But I do really like that intro. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. The lyrics to the song are great if you really listen to them. Yeah. It's really hard to listen to them. Like just to understand. <laughs> I'm not to like the just, you know, his voice is weird, but yeah. that's not what I'm saying. Like it's very hard to hear them because it's like, when I go down, do it's like, oh, what is he saying? It's, it's like a didgeridoo. It's kind of like, uh, <laughs> it's like a didgeridoo. It's kind of like dope smoker, um, but, but like faster. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's that like drawn out. It's like out. that on five X speed. Yes. Yeah. And the length that bout checks out. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I like the verse about not paying your taxes. Yeah. That's suppose a the tax. Man and then there's like a, a, a schoolhouse tax. rock. Yeah. Then the schoolhouse rock is just the first four. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'm an amendment to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely thought this was going to be like a pretty rock heavy song. Cool. And then I read the lyrics and I was like, oh, it's like hashtag deep. Yeah. To defy what if, the you, laws what of if no one paid for Christmas cheer? What yeah. if brides could wear whatever color they wanted for their dress? I was yeah. like, what? Do whatever <laughs> you want. It, it, it's all about defying tradition. Yeah. Right? To like, defy the what laws of tradition. What if Christmas tradition? didn't happen? It's a crusade only off the brave. <laughs> so I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like all of it. I, I like the weird drums. I like the guitar. I like Les's super weird vocalizing. Do, um, do you like the theme from South Park? No, that's, that's Les Claypool. That's, Les that's Claypool. Pri- yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it Primus or is it just Les just Claypool? Les Claypool. Yeah. Really? Come yeah. on down, South Park, and meet some friends, man. Yeah, that's Les. Bang, bang. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind that it's almost seven minutes long, but this album is like one of my all-time favorites. I'm gonna rate it crazy high. Um, I put it on like as soon as you guys left, and I started listening to it again, and I just like instantly started rocking out. We're not like, gonna talk about the cover right now, but like the, every oh, yeah. album has a character on the cover, and it's right. so yeah, good. yeah. yeah. Cool. I love the I love Primus's covers. Um, anyway, we after to defy the laws of tradition, we get to Groundhog's Day. Uh, I like the juxtaposition of the verses and the chorus. Uh, I adore the guitar on this track at like all stages. Sure, it's kind of hard to hear less sometimes. That's like my only real complaint. Um, the lyrics kind of tie up nicely once you hit the fourth verse, but it's really frenetic and kind of hard to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. The genius annotation for the song notes that corn checks is the corn variant of the popular cereal checks. <laughs> that sure is. <laughs> that's to to kind of explain. That's Primus. Like that's that's the fans that are listening it to is, Primus. It's funny. My notes are. What the hell is this album so far? I don't know what I expected, but this is very weird. Just him talking about his morning, heading off to work. Thank God he has black stomp boots on so he could jump in cold puddles. But I do have to say the uh, breakdown at 245. Yeah. Oh, I wrote that down yeah. too. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, this song is Primus's version of A Day in the Life by the Beatles. Is it actually? No. It's, well, it's, I mean. Like, it's, it's describing yeah. his day. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. I like the, yeah, it's got a really cool outro. Um, after that, we get too many puppies. Too many puppies. God. You don't like too many puppies? This is the one where I'm like, he made a great song, then ruined it with oh, lyrics. It's so heavy. And it's just, the whole thing is just about it's soldiers a, going an and anti-war getting. anti-war song. Yeah, yeah, it's an anti-war song. And I get song. it's a metaphor, but it doesn't yeah. make a good song. I'm going to tell a story. Um, oh. When I worked at Best Buy, I worked with a guy named Eric Hutt. He worked in home theater with me. Um, and he told me a story that every time his family and his dogs come over, so he has dogs. His mom and dad have dogs. When they get together, he just gets in the room and he sings that song nice. to the dogs. Nice. That's pretty cool. I, I also good. had a friend, Eric, who liked Primus. Pr- completely unrelated. Cool. Maybe the yeah. same Eric. Maybe. Same guy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I love Too Many Puppies. I like how heavy it is. Um, I think the lyrics are pretty decent. It always kind of remind me of War Pigs, actually. Sure, fair enough. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. The drumming on the track is sick. Uh, um, the video for the song is just as weird as every other yeah. Primus video. Yeah. yeah. The solo at two minutes minutes is good. Yeah. yeah. Dope. Uh, and the dope drums song. at the end are dope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. That's the, like, 
they are all super talented mm-hmm. musicians. Whether or not it all comes together in a way someone likes, man, when yeah, they... The two bunny puppies. I do like the... Puppies. I'm like, wow. Oh, man, I love that part. It's so good. Why is the rest of the song like that? Oh, it's so great. What the dog doing? He went to work. What the puppy dude? Mr. Know-it-all. When we get Mr. Know-it-all. The intro goes hard. Yeah, I love the start. Yeah. There's not many vocals. I like this one. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's I, I like at the end when he, he realizes that Mr. Know It All doesn't know it all. Yes. Because he doesn't have a rhyme for the what, the, what was the word? Yeah. Eloquent. Eloquent. Yeah. yeah. I'm so rhyme. eloquent and whatever rhymes, rhymes with, with eloquent. eloquent. <laughs> um I think it's too noisy for a lot of people. It's but, got great guitar solo. Especially on the second half. Yeah, mm. I love yeah. I and love again the, the drums solo. go hard. Like, oh yeah. All the instruments are great. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, I, yeah, it's pretty good. And then we get Frizzle Fry. It's about doing acid. Is it? I didn't know it that. Yeah, it's, it's about doing acid. That makes sense, yeah. Um, I love the like melodic guitar. Uh, it's like you're transported to the bank of the Nile in Egypt or something. I don't know. I get this really like old-timey riverbank kind of feel from it. Um, I've always seen this whole thing as an attack on religion, but the fact that it's about acid actually makes a lot of sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ending's super wild. Yeah, no, this is uh, really the, the, good. The ramping up at the end is Yeah, the yeah. bridge with his yell transitioning into the final chorus and the breakdown at the end. Yeah. Fire. Very good. And uh, the lyrics are fun. Yeah. And the, his singing is fun. Yeah. 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 He can do it. It's, yeah. it's you know. It's the best song on the album so far. Cool. It's the best song on the album. Track. <laughs> um, <laughs> John the Fisherman. John the Fisherman. From the Guitar Hero 2 soundtrack. Totally. What a song. I I love John the Fisherman. Um, it's just Les Claypool likes fishing. Yeah. That's literally There's what the so song is about. so many references to fishing on this album. He's, I, I wrote them all down. <laughs> we'll get to them in a moment. Are there others? I didn't yeah. know that. There are multiple references no to fishing um, on this album. The San Diego Striped Bass. What is it? There's yeah, like a the Striped Bass. Fish. Yeah, yeah oh, he, he mentioned Striped Bass two songs in a row. I didn't yes. even catch that. Um, yeah, apparently he just really liked fishing. Grew up, grew up fishing with his dad or something like that. And um, so he wrote a song about fishing. It's about a song. Oh, sorry. It's about a song. It's about a kid who wants to be a fisherman and then he becomes a fisherman, but then the boat sinks and he's dead. Oh, I didn't know he died at the end. Yeah. I never noticed. Yeah, it's uh, fine. I didn't really care for the lyrics or the story. So oh, man. It's just kind of like whatever. I like it so much. I, I really like Larry Lalonde um, on this track particularly. I think he absolutely shreds on it. And then the fills and the drums are just phenomenal. I want to be a fisherman. <laughs> it's like uh, like the Lonely Island doing uh, a Rasta Man impression. <laughs> like, it's like, what is this? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. You uh, can't kill Michael Malloy based very, on a true story. I like short. this one. It's very short interlude. And this made me want more it, of this. It is not, it's actually an excerpt from a song that isn't written by oh. them. And it's not, it's not actually from their album. It's an excerpt from an actual song. Yeah, apparently in the live shows, they just play the whole thing, like the actual song. But it's an actual guy who, like, survived being poisoned and fed rotten food and being left out in the cold at, like, negative 26-degree weather and stuff like that. That's crazy. Because I was also like, who's Michael Malloy? So he was murdered by five separate people as part of the life. On the fifth attempt or something like that. Yeah, they they shoved the coal gas down his throat, and that's what killed him. He got, like, some pneumonia from it. Like, it wasn't even... It was really weird, yeah. What's up? Uh, It was part of a life insurance scam. What's up with a few people that are just really hard to kill? Like him and Rasputin. Took Ra- just forever. Rasputin. Lover of yeah, Rasputin. The toys go winding down. The, uh, again, the intro made me excited for something different. The bass line for this song is fun. Yeah, and there's cello, and then it was gone. Yeah, um, the lyrics are actually from a sausage song, which is another less Claypool band. He oh. he he wrote this song like a uh, few, I think a few years before this album came out, and then they just kind of reimagined it for this album. I do um, like how they just used to sit around watching. Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like the It's Putting Time. It's Putting Time. Uh, uh, putting Time is through. the name of the next song. That's right, it is. It's and it is mention, mentioned in the previous song. Yes. Uh, I like the bass on this one quite a bit. The guitar is all over the place in a really good way. Um, I will I will note that the Toys Go Winding Down is our first striped bass reference. Oh. Is it? Yes. And then the how? next striped bass is in Pudding Time. But I want to know how it's a reference. What does that mean? 
Okay, so the striped bass, I don't know. Like, he went fishing. <laughs> he likes fishing. But what does uh, toys go winding down mean? I don't know. The man likes You just know fish. it's a fishing reference. It's got it. No. This guy's just trusting genius. No, 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 no. So he mentions the striped bass in the toys go winding down. That's what we're listening to right now. Okay, and then, I, oh, I thought we were talking about the put, pudding time next. No, well, he says that oh. in this song. Oh, okay, sorry. I already that's, went on to pudding time. Oh, that's fine. Oh, yeah. I see. Well, let's go pudding, on to pudding time. Pudding time. Yeah. Mention the previous song. <laughs> also mentioned This one, yeah, time. he talks about the San Francisco straight bass. Yeah. yeah. Bass. Bass? Bass. Bass. Le- Les. <laughs> I, wrote, bass. I wrote down Les likes ba- bass and bass. Ah. I really like the speed of that first verse. Oh, yes. yeah. You can have a lollipop, a candy bar, a jelly bean. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. damn. It just keeps going. It's pudding time, children. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's pudding time. That's my only other note. Yeah. Is it's pudding time, and this song is okay. This this song uh, almost reminds me of Buckethead in a way. It's, oh. it's super loud and all over the place. Um, you know, after this album finished on Spotify, it started playing Buckethead. I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah that I, I find a lot of similarities between the two, depending on the albums. But Buckethead's still. a guitarist, though, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Man, imagine the two of them getting together. Uh, yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, it would be weird. I don't, we, we can talk didn't, about Buckethead Didn't sometime. Buckethead play with Marilyn Manson in a while? Uh, I think so. He also is on the newer Guns N' Roses album. And didn't Buckethead like, release a song every day Dude, for like he has so years. many albums. Like, it was something so, crazy. So many albums. Like yeah. I, His shows are yeah. apparently... Or an nice. album every month or something. There was it's, something that he did He just was really constantly, crazy. constantly hmm. makes music, and he's just like the weirdest dude. Well, like him and the guitarist from uh, Limp Bizkit. What's his name? I don't know. The guy who wears like John the warp. Yeah, John Frusciante from the <laughs> <That's enough. laughs> Chad Kroger. Sathington Willoughby. Another interlude. Is shorter than the other short song. Yeah. I like their interludes more than I like their songs. I, I wow. Like, I like I like this one. I think it bleeds really well into Spaghetti Western. Which is spelled funny. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is spelled funny, but it, I like it. I like the way it's spelled. It's yeah. funny to me. I yeah. look at it and I, I laughed at Spaghetti. first. Spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. The first minute Spaghetti. of the song is instrumental and it's nuts. I like it. Yeah, it takes a little while to get anywhere, but it's so good. And then he says, pull the pud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long song. Uh, it's yeah. almost six minutes long. Such a weird. And why did the song end like that? I don't know, man. I it's like I don't know. They just say stone, stoned again for a while, and yeah, it's it's a great song. Um, the part where he but, says the spaghetti westerns have a lot of reverb, reverb in them has a lot of reverb in the background, yeah. which is very <laughs> on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we get to Herald of the Rocks. Don't do crack. Oh, sorry. Spaghetti Western is is a song about being unemployed and not having much to do. Oh. Yes, he says that. Funny yes. thing is about weekend when you're unemployed. Yeah. They don't mean quite as much, except yeah, you're going to hang yeah, out with yeah. your working friends. Yeah. It's true. Um, it's true. Harold of the Rocks is a story about Harold. Yeah, guy smokes crack. a bunch of crack. Yeah, a bizarre guy that doesn't make much sense. Um, the outro is super weird. My only complaint is that this song is a bit too repetitive. Sure. But, yeah, I like the Harold of the Rocks. Really? I like this song, actually. I think this... Is better than Frizzle Fry. I, think I it's like my it. Favorite one on the Interesting. Album. I, I like Herald of the Rocks. I like Herald of the Rocks. It's like even if I don't like one of these songs as much as another one, I I love like all these songs. I don't skip anything on this album. I um think it's interesting that at two minutes and thirty seconds on a few of these songs they do a solo. Interesting. Yeah. It's like I wonder if that's when they're just like lose their attention span and do a f- sick solo. Maybe. And then get back it's into the it. Beth syndrome. <laughs> yeah. It's um, not just them. It's a, it's a, lot, of a lot of bands do yeah. a solo around like oh, two, I was mistaken. two and a half minutes. This is the one that ends weird. Harold of the Rocks? Yeah, it's like dun 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 oh, yeah. dun 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 I'm like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Because his friends start doing crack. Yeah. So it's yeah. like uh oh, oh you yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> Uh, this song mentions Schooly D. He was the computer. Uh, he's a rapper, but he was the composer of the music for Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, what? That's cool. I didn't mm. know that. Uh, I love Aqua There's a really good solo around three minutes in the song. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that. And his friends become crackheads at the end. Yeah. That's what happens when you hang out with crackheads. That's, that's cool. That's Herald of the Rocks. Herald of the Rocks. Rocks. Uh, and then we get to Defy, which this is... This not need to be on that It's album. Yeah, so it's like a short outerlude. Uh, I don't know what else to call it. I don't have many more notes for it. There's also uh, Hello Skinny in Constantinople, which is on is an extra. This is the remastered version that came so out a few up, years ago. Yeah. So it comes with it. On the um, original pressing, To Defy is the last song. Yes. Really? And, yeah. That's so, weird, because it's almost like... It sounds like uh, To Defy the Laws of Tradition. Kind of, it, yeah. It's it's just the instrumental. Yeah, it's like yeah, of that, yeah. So it, I it begins and ends. Oh, it's called Defy. Two Defy. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Oh. yeah, crazy. I'm picking it up. Yeah. So 
I had never even listened to Hello Skinny Constantinople until I bought uh, this album because uh, I grew up listening to just the Frizzle Fry CD that had you know all the regular tracks on it's it. It's a song about making crack. Oh, that's like, cool. Uh, I, didn't know that. I don't like about either of these songs, um, like, the, or either part of the song. It's a cover by a song, or cover, cover by of, a song. No, sorry, it's a cover of a song <laughs> by the Residents. Oh, that's cool. Which is another group. Yeah, the Constantinople part. Both of them. The Istanbul Constantinople. Now, is it Istanbul? Is it Istanbul? Istanbul, Constantinople. Which one? Well, Istanbul's the new one. Constantinople doesn't exist. So it's a song about like not existing anymore. I'm going to be like Constantinople and not exist. I was joking. I was doing the song. First Istanbul, Constantinople. Istanbul, Constantinople. You think Primus is a joke? Yes. Yes, Primus sucks. The Constantinople section is very grating. I was just like, I'm done. This, this, yeah, whole, song, I don't, this whole song is great. I, yeah. I, I don't care about Hell is Skinny dis- or, or Constantinople. I like I honestly I never listened to it. You know you know what skinny is? No. Skinny is like the strand of crack that they brewed up in the bathtub. Oh nice. And nice. then it turns into the dealer partway through. Because like it goes like yeah. all of a sudden skinny's trying to sell that thing Hell that he just yeah. he got from the eye droplet. Yeah. That's crazy. Um yeah, I just basically exclude this song don't do crack. whenever I listen crack to this album. Yeah. Um crack is whack. Thank you, Jamie. It is indeed. This album is a 10 out of 13 on the Jamie scale. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I give it a 10 out of 10. I love this album. I think it's like some of Primus's best wow, work. That's a 13 out of 13 yeah, on dude. the Jamie scale. Yeah, dude. If you like if you like Primus, you like Primus. I don't know what to say. Uh, Frizzle Fry came out with a bang, and they've done a bunch of really good follow-up albums. I've got Sailing the Seas of Cheese and... Uh, Couple. Sailing in the Seas of Jesus is their best album. You think that's their best one? I think so. It's pretty good. It's their most consistent. That's fair. That's a really yeah. That's a good way to put it. It is really consistent. I'm part. I'm kind of partial to Tales from the Punch Bowl. Um, Which one has Winona's Big Brown Beaver? That's Tales. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Tales from the Punch Bowl. Yeah. Um, Winona had a big brown beaver and she <laughs> shot him off her pants. <laughs> one day you know that beaver tried to leave her, so she caged up Blackbone fans. Oh, so good. It's just it's such a good. Song. I don't. It's just fun. Primus is just wacky, weird. It's fun. Dumb. It's dumb. It's yeah. like watching Ren and Stimpy. Totally. Well, Ren and Stimpy, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I like Ren and Stimpy. You know, like, how, how like Ren and Stimpy's weird? Yeah. Yeah. Powder Toast Man? Yeah. Powder Toast Man listens to Primus. Hi, kids. Do you like Primus? I love Primus. Yeah. Bell, yeah. Bell what'd you think? Well, let's talk about the record. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. No, well, me and Jamie scored it already. You scored it, and then we'll talk about the record. No, no, no. What if that changes my... About... All right. I, I like to stick to tradition here. I got excited. Me and Jamie got excited because we like Primus so much. Uh, Frizzle Fry, I've got the remastered version on the front. Wonderful. It's, uh, it's a 2002 remaster. It's like a claymation so... dude in a frying pan. Yeah, he looks like uh, with a little goo around him. He kind of looks yeah. like the yolk of an egg. Yeah, kind of looks like an egg. Absolutely. Frizzle Fr- Fry is hard to read because yes. it's red on a red... I don't know floor what what is underneath it, the pan that's so red i don't know it's, it's, it's just a the reflection. reflection of the pan from upside down yeah oh, um it's very red and it's like kind of weird uh typeface it looks like it's made on like uh like kid picks kind like of the font is like a default font which is hey, odd is 1990 baby okay that was new then so that's fair yeah and then the back is more like weird claymation Ooh, on I a purple background and like a yellow one's got a big background. smile but he kind of looks like a urinal yeah like he wants you to pee in his mouth and the other guy's like ah oh, you have to pee in my mouth and i'm not happy about it <laughs> um, yeah it's it's pretty good uh we've mostly just got like uh the credits and the tracks on each side as well as uh, yeah production credits and and stuff like that um it's also it says later days Willie Mays at the very lo- at the very bottom of that. Um, yeah, okay. just a little outro. Oh, thing. Billy Mays, the guy. Billy Mays here. Awesome Willie Queen. Willie Willie Mays. Yeah, Willie, Willie Mays, Mays is the, the, uh, Short the baseball Billy. player. Yeah. Oh, that's stuck in there. Good. Yeah, it's a it's a single jacket with no inserts or anything, just Short the record. Skirt, long jacket. Yeah. yeah. And the record itself is in a regular paper sleeve. It's just black vinyl. Just baby. a black vinyl. Nothing super special about it. It's got some weird, um, like fly or mosquitoes, mosquitoes playing playing music on a green label, which is pretty cool. Wow. And uh, yep, that's Primus BB. Sorry, what did you give this? Ten out of thirteen. Wow. I don't think I like Primus. That's cool. That's fine. Yeah. It definitely kind of rocked my world that this is how people feel or how some people feel when they listen to Ween. Yeah. Because it's very true. Yeah. I get it now. I don't like Primus, though, but I get it. Uh, Yeah. The album was too same-same, and I don't especially care for Les Claypool's voice or the stories he was telling. I don't think I'm going to listen to any more Primus' music, though. That might change. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I hope in the future. And also, I might change just because, again, that Ween uh, really just shook my worldview, uh, and now I kind of want to listen to their more recent stuff. 
but the instrumentation is pretty much amazing on all the songs and the but the format doesn't really hit for me and the repetitive nature pretty much everything on every song uh, was a little bit too much for me dun, 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 dun. fair dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah fair. oh man yeah these are all fair responses yeah uh love primus but i get it now we get to do something completely different which is uh happy camper by somersault which i'm sure you guys might say is repetitive because this is like a dreamy album it yeah. is the opposite of this where it's like every song is a summer day yeah. or like an early a late spring day it's not even like too hot it's like they took breezy beachy Hyatt. Steve Hyatt, but more refined. More of a song. Yeah, more of a song than, actual, a, than a theme a soundtrack. or a, yeah, or a soundscape. And yeah, I just picked this because I know the song Speaking Sonar and Candy Rappers, and I really like both songs, yeah. but have never wanted to go farther into listening to Somersault. Like, I just never really thought about it. So when I saw the album, I was like, oh, ayo, yeah. let's, let's pick it. And uh, I'm glad I did. Cool. Um, I first bought this years ago pretty close to the debut in 2018 um i was listening to this uh al- or this label called nice guy records and they've put out a bunch i know it's a terrible name i mean you are a nice guy it's, so it makes I, sense. I get it but there's the whole like nice guy yeah. kind of i hate it anyway fedora wearing friends yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway because you're wearing a fedora it doesn't make whoa, you too whoa, whoa. nice of a guy. it's a pretty good record label though they actually put out a lot of good music and um i bought this album enjoyed it and then I saw them live, like half a year to a year later, randomly found out that they were coming to Vancouver, saw them at the Red Fox Cabaret, and man, it was a really great show, really small bar. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't aware of this until I started writing notes and doing some research, but it turns out that the bassist got accused of some sexual misconduct. Oh. Um, so yeah, the bassist, uh, the good thing about... This is only real... Two two real members of the band. Yeah, it's like and yes, of them the main and the drummer, right? They're, yeah, so they call themselves now a trop pop duo because it's just the guitarist and the drummer left. Oh, so it didn't used to be. It didn't used oh, okay. to be. Yeah. So and the funny thing is, I don't notice the bass on this album like at all. No. It's such a background, like just doom, 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 doom. Like really like simple bass line that doesn't change or do anything interesting. So whatever. I think they dropped the right person, um, and for the right reasons. But uh, yeah, just something to be aware of. Uh, this is their first album, I think. I've also their, yeah, they had a couple of EPs before this. Yeah, yeah uh, I've got one of their singles. I think I just ordered it when I ordered this because it wasn't. It was like an extra five dollars to add it on. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's pretty good. I like Somersault. It's it's yeah, we're dreamy pop. This album has no critical reviews. The band does not even have a Wikipedia page. Yeah, they do not. I, yeah, I tried looking them up. I know. I, I actually, I don't even have their names in here because I remembered I was going to like, oh, I'll just look at the credits on the, on the record. I also went to look up, yeah, because I want to see like what genre they're in. It's like trop pop. Trop pop, I looked it up. Yeah. Does, no, no one has tropical, ever said trop pop. Uh, tropical pop. One of the, one of the albums uh, was labeled as indie surf. Uh, like, I, maybe I it's not surf music though it's not well, it's beachy yeah, it's, it's beachy, beachy but it's not it it's has, like a video footage in a movie of somebody surfing <laughs> yeah it, it has an aggressively clean tone to the guitar and it's on every song they don't even try and you yeah, know what i, I say in one them. song but it i can just say it here you know that like at a instagram fade filter where everything's just like a little faded but still a contrasty that's this whole album and it has a fade filter on it yes and i like that jamie do you have any thoughts i hate this album damn well i don't i don't don't hate it uh you don't have to backtrack just for us yeah it's okay um, if you don't like it i didn't yeah yeah, right (laughs) i didn't i didn't like this album very much um i was pretty uh i was pretty sure that i i didn't like it even though i didn't listen on do it on the same day as listen to Primus because I figured listening to those two back to back would be too jarring to make good notes on. Um, but I I thought the tone was aggressively clean. Yeah, I think his falsetto on every goddamn song. Oh man, I love it. It's, mm-hmm. it's I, too much. I love so like okay. I, I don't care. You guys can make fun of me all you want. When I went to this, when I saw these guys live, I can't remember which song it was, but I hit all the high notes and it just felt so good. It was like, oh, he I cried. I almost, I love this band. Um, it's kind of unfortunate that there was those allegations. There is a new album coming out that I'm excited about, Campanita. I don't know if I'm going to buy it or not yet. There's only one tr- one song and I'm like, oh, kind of mm-hmm. eh on it. Um, so I'll wait till it releases and then maybe pick it up. But yeah. I like Somersault. It's very dreamy, very airy, 
very guitar-y. Samey sounding. Kind of. That is, yeah, so we'll get into it more, but that's kind of my problem with it, um, is that especially the second half is a little samey. There are some really big hits, and those are all great songs. And mm. the rest of them, even though they're samey, I don't hate them. They're just yeah, I can I can agree that the they definitely kind of find their tune and stick to it a little too hard yeah, across yeah. the whole album. It's like a I don't know old timey genres like a doo wop. Yeah, they're, they're, it kind they of have, yes. They have, they have thank one God, yes. thank God I got it right. No, no, yeah, but it feels yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, again I say it in a different uh, song note, but it's like some of the songs feel like the really classic Beatles songs, yes. like especially the sad ones. It's like sad but still kind of upbeat, where it's like. It feels like songs that'd be like, I want to hold your hand. Yeah. But, I, I mean, most of the lyrics don't. I, aren't ha- really I had a number you. of notes. I had a number of notes about how other users said it sounded like X band or how other users said it sounded like Y band. Yeah. And how wrong they are. <laughs> well, you don't like the album. You've got a bias. Well, some of them. Okay. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll, let's give it a last listen. Let's give it another no. listen. Let's hash this out. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Bella shaking his fist at me. I am. Oh, God. Yeah, we'll listen to it one last time. One last time. One last time. Heart in my car. It's a great mellow start to the album, but guess what? It's all mellow. It's all oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it never gets it never changes tone. I like how dreamy it is. I don't feel like it overstays its welcome either, which is yeah. funny because it's three and a half minutes long. Yeah. But it is just dynamic enough with like its bridge being quite different. Um mm. but imagine losing your girlfriend because your car broke down. I know. The lyrics are like <laughs> I like the lyrics, but they're because I like cheesy stuff. But yeah, it's like she really got with dude? me because we're driving, and then my car broke down. So she found someone else to drive yeah. around. I'm like, did you she just not fix your car? And then, like, I don't understand. <laughs> Next song is about another car. Yeah, a lot of them are about uh, cars or girls. Is yeah. is kind of the same. Just staple. like the Beach Boys. Yeah, yeah, they're Honestly, very, yeah. very much which like we, the Beach Boys, which no, Jamie probably no, has no, some no, problems no, no, with. No, 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 no. We're yeah. going to talk about that in a moment. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I like the chorus on this one quite a bit. It's it's mm. good. This is one of the better tracks on the album. And That's then, really good. yeah, revving my CJ7. A CJ7 is a Jeep produced between 1976 and 1986. That's right. Hmm. There you go. Uh, a, there, there, there you go. Thank <laughs> you, listener, for tuning into that. I like the lyrics. He got I, a new car. This but, one's not broken. But he's driving a Jeep now. Yeah, yeah, this one's not broken. Yeah, I. It's yeah. I like the CJ7 reference. I also like how again, uh, it's not. It sounds very positive, but again, it's not. It's like, my head's weak from drinking. These nights are too long. I can't stay out of trouble, and it's going to be the death of me. I got a tattoo at 15. Like It's very yeah. dark lyrics for like... He's the bad boy. It's just like, yeah, I'm so damn tired. He's falsetto that doesn't suggest that he's a bad dude. What if I can't get into heaven? Just because your voice can be high, that does not mean... You're not a bad dude. You're not a bad dude. Yeah. Oh, but I just yeah, I really like that uh, juxtaposition yeah. of like again positive of, like old timey doo wop love songs. But it's like I'm actually not a really good person. I'm kind of worried I'm not going to get into heaven. Yeah. Uh, but like, they, what does that look like? They never go too far though no. uh, to go like out of the genre completely. Like he never he doesn't swear or um, there's no cussing. Yeah, no, you know like a lot of the songs that are sad, it's yeah. like remorse yes. and loss. Yeah. Not pride in being bad. Totally. Yeah. Uh, our user review of this album said this song reminded them of a beach version of the Beatles. Okay. A beach version of the Beatles is just the Beach Boys. Okay. And this song doesn't sound like either of it them. It does not sound like this one does not. <laughs> yeah, this, this is not the one I wrote down like notes Boys. for as it's a Beatles song. I'll point yeah. out the one that I said, this reminds me of the Beatles. <laughs> but not this one. I will. So I will admit they're not like the Beach Boys. In that the Beach Boys are a lot more like faster and coursey, like get yes. around and stuff. You know, it's kind oh, of what I get I around think. is such a good song. It's what I think of yeah. when I think of the Beach Boys, yeah. and that's a lot more um, group. There's more group dynamic to the Beach Boys, like it's yes. in the name. Um, whereas this is like 
it's two, it's two guys. It's really three on this album, this but it's like really the beach two guys. Duo. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. The Beach Boy plus friend. It's like if the Beach Boys, yeah, lost half their members and then were like super laid back. How many people are in the Beach Boys? I think it's four. Wow, six. No, yeah, because there's okay. There's Brian Wilson, Danny Wilson, Al Jardine. No, it's like four. Yeah, it's gotta be. I like thought four. it was four. It's four. Yeah. Okay. I don't know their That's names. not that many people. Yeah, I can't remember. The <laughs> yeah, that's pretty average Mike Love. for a band. Mike Love. <laughs> um, anyway, then we get to Speaking Sonar, which is pretty good. Uh, I just I just like his voice a lot. Okay, I gotta say, you don't it's like, not pretty good. This no? song freaking rocks. <laughs> he likes being, yeah. <laughs> this song freaking rocks. The chorus is so good. Yes. I love the ocean, so like sea themes yep. will always hit for me. Yeah. And uh, this one definitely does. Yeah. And John the Fisherman didn't hit for you then. No. <laughs> That's a he, that's a good seafaring man. He doesn't want to be a fisherman. Yeah. I like the guitar I, on the song. I wrote down that I was a big fan of the guitar. It is good. I like how they layered it too. Yeah. Um, the solo at a minute twenty five is pretty good. Uh, none of their and that's the thing is like none of the like solos on this album are are crazy technical no. or no, just impressive, like fun but they're good. Yeah, yeah, they fit very well. I oh, find it's just so good. Like the last forty seconds of the instrumental, <laughs> yeah. it just flies by because it's just like I want it to keep going. <laughs> yeah, it's oh so light and airy. <laughs> there's I, I wrote there's not much to dislike if you're into this sort of thing. It reminds me of summer. Oh. Maybe it's the oceanic. The theme. people's names: Eugene Chung, Matthew Terry, Phil oh, Bear. There we go. So Phil Bear is the bassist, and he's bad. We don't talk about Phil. Yeah, beep, beep that. Get out of there. Beep that. Get out of there. <laughs> the other two guys seem okay. okay. Is speaking in sonar a code word for someone who's hard to get a hold of? I don't know. No, it's ocean theme. Yeah, I'm going ocean o- going man. ocean. Because they, they speak sonar because yeah. they're sea creatures. Going ocean. Oh, ocean, man. You know? Yeah. Take me my brain's hand. an urchin, my heart to stingray. Both ocean. animals that are very defensive but not aggressive. So, like, if you touch an urchin or attack it it's going to poison you but it doesn't do anything to you yeah. stingrays don't attack you unless you attack them but if you do they're very deadly yeah so it's like it's almost like a threat well, don't you don't you say his name <laughs> don't you bring that up that was a tragic day i don't know oh it was the first day of university for me really i booted up my computer and Whoa. steve Irwin died wow that's just unfortunate made you know what you know what it's fine his kids seem amazing and they're robert Irwin, yeah carrying the yeah. torch uh, yeah and i think bindi's his daughter yeah um, well, either way, I love this song. Yeah, it's great. And I want to speak in sonar. Yeah. Then we got Rockin' My Paw. Uh, the start is a little too cheesy for even me, I will admit. Yeah, it's not my favorite song. But yeah. it doesn't last long. Yeah. And I like the instrument- instrumentation at the end. Yeah, I like the solo. The song is very inoffensive. Yeah. This but it sounds like the other th- three songs. Yeah, yeah. And literally every song on this album has the same clean guitar tone. Yeah, totally. See, it has the same. It's like it has the same instruments and tone, but it's different. Like this does not sound like the other songs. It, it definitely has the same feel. But but like, it's cohesive. Like, like even like even the Red Hot Chili Peppers, like they'll they'll change the tone. Like John Frusciante knows how to play. Like, I agree with you. Like they, the guitar in they, a different way. They have some sad songs. They have some upbeat songs, and then they have like a rock song. Yeah. Yeah, and like they're not afraid to make the guitar sound loud. Yeah, I, I well, I think it's cohesive in a in a good way but i agree that they don't stray from it like enough mm. and so like i said before that's my only problem it's with formulaic. this album is it's very formulaic yeah. um but i think that if you like the sound then it's fine you know it's only- probably like my feelings about past albums like primus or whatever like that Fair. where it's like because i don't like it it all sounds the same and sure. bad to me versus mm. like since i like it i'm probably paying more attention and like noticing things where it's like what it sounds so different to me so it's like i'm like oh it's how do you say it's the same but it's yeah. like well i like it of course i can tell the difference because yeah. i like the individual songs enough that i would listen to them multiple times therefore they sound I, different i just found this album exhausting yeah that's fine like by the time i got to the end of it it was like okay but, cool they've got the same 12 songs <laughs> but how'd you feel when you got to candy wrappers oh oh i was gonna say okay. rocking my paw the guy who wrote the review that said it's, it sounded like the beach version of uh-huh. the beatles said that this song was literally a 60s song what? I don't know what that Why means. Why is it? Literally what? a 60s song. This guy is on drugs. I don't agree. Not be allowed Jamie to scrolled through YouTube comments, found one guy he hates. No, <laughs> it's like, on like go. Rate Your Music. Oh, or, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're uh, talking like about. The, like Album of the Year, one of those pages like where users can write a yeah. review of it. And this guy wrote a review and gave a, a number. Here's, here's what did he give him? What did he give it? What did he give it? So well, he this gave, isn't his vinyl verdict. He gave them all. <laughs> What's his verdict? So he, he rated the album out of 10. But he gave all the the songs like a number out of one. What? So like so like this song was a point seven five out of one. Oh, and there's twelve songs. Okay. On oh, the to album. give you a total. Of, oh, but so that one give you a total of ten. Work, it didn't yeah. work. 
And then he said this album was a 10 out of 10 at the end. That's weird. And it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, Actually, it's a 10.75, but we'll round down to 10. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so weird. It was, I was like, dude, we don't, you have don't to understand t- how a scale works. Listen, he'll never guess. He, he can't hurt you, Jamie. Yeah. It's okay. It made me so okay. angry when I read it because I, I was looking for a critical review. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I would need to know you what someone else You were looking for a critical review. Did you hear that, listener? It's because he wants. He was looking. He was I want to know if I'm high on dust. Sometimes I've Turns out you are. I've done the same thing when I'm listening to an album that someone else has uh brought forth and i don't know what to think because i i like some of it and i don't like some of it and i can't tell if it's just me or not so yeah. i'm trying to try to find a I, I still can't tell if it's just me or not yeah. although having said that the two people in the room say it's just me ah uh, yeah i love the song <laughs> yeah i, I called I up our, i called up our friend anthony fantano i said listen to this album he said no I said, this okay. guy's down bad for anthony wow. fantano it brings no, up every other t- episode i see him on t- tiktok like every day that's it's because he follow him wow. he's the only I, one you follow, I follow him. him yeah i'm i'm down bad for egg shakers and egg shakers start candy wrappers, which is a banger. Yeah, not my favorite on the album. I, oh, do, I do prefer like speaking shakers. sonar, but this yeah. one's really good. Yeah, egg shakers are fun, and I like yeah. how they kind of start it yeah. with the egg shaker, and it comes back a little later. Yeah, I really fun. like the visual of her being sweet like candy, and all you're left with are the yeah. wrappers. I'm like, oh, oh, I like that. Candy wrappers are symbolic of the end of the relationship. Yeah, it's like the yeah. only thing you have left is like the memories yeah. candy, of that. Yeah, and then he's brushing his teeth to get rid of the sweet tooth. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's it is so extremely- good. It's extremely infectious, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is really, really good, catchy, and I like the, um, well, I don't know what that note was trying to say, clever and sticks. Oh, the song <laughs> is clever and sticks to this light feeling the album has, even though, again, this is a song about heartbreak, uh, and again, even at the end, it's just like, I've I'm alone brushing my teeth. You played the song for me and Jake when probably we I like candy rappers. at one time. Remember yeah, probably. Food at Jake's house? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the most played song on Spotify by a long shot. It's got like 40 million, 40 million plays. plays. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the drums. I think they're probably the best on, on this song. $40 from that. Hey. Probably it's like 12 cents a play. <laughs> I, I like the guitar solo on the back end. I think it's pretty decent. I, uh, I wrote down, was someone listening to a lot of John Mayer when they wrote this song? See, that's the thing is like, I... Uh-huh. I wow! What is like, this, like old, John Mayer? Old ass John Mayer. I don't. Well, no, because like I sort of bluesy. I like Room for Squares, and I don't. Oh, I like them. Yeah, yeah it's sure. a great album. Yeah, but great. I, but I don't. I don't see John Mayer in this. No. However, what I do see this as is like I love like weird, dreamy pop stuff like this, and it's so weird because I before when I was originally listening to a lot of different music, it was a lot like punk, metal, hip hop, um, like dark angst, and then. It was either Jack Johnson or John Mayer came mm-hmm. out with an album, and I was like, I just fell in love with it. Yeah, and so ever Those since are very then, very different artists. They're very different, but they're both like <laughs> dream poppy kind of, not dream sort pop. Of. Like it just in like the lyrics and the um, the lyrics the maybe the execution extremely different. Sure, so, but I listened to them like years apart. And John John Mayer is a hell of a guitarist. Like, I, oh, I oh yeah, one of the best. I, I yep, sure, absolutely. Uh, I saw him with uh, Dead and Company a couple of years ago, cool. where he plays with the the rest of the Grateful Dead. Yeah, hell of a show. Yeah, guy's a hell of a mm-hmm. blues guitarist. Yeah. But yeah, I I just like really like cheesy stuff and. Um, well, Me too. what was that? The Chinese fountain. Who, who growlers? The growlers. This is like a less goth version of the growlers. Sure. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I can also see Telemethy Chalamet yeah. biking in totally. a movie to this album, Sh- like I can to the growlers. Yeah. It just changes the era from like 30s to 80s. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay. <laughs> um, then we get Oh Dear. I like how this one starts quite a bit. Okay, so this particular song has a 60s sound to it. Sure. Ah, this is the one yeah. I said it reminds yeah. me of the Beatles. Like it'd be from Beatles for Sale. Ah, I was oh, like, that was a great album. Too. Yeah, Beatles I actually sure. went and listened to make sure that was the album. I was like, yeah, but it is. Because yeah. yeah, this one has that like a darker for a positive band. Like when the Beatles did a sad song in the early days, yeah. it was still positive Yeah, feeling. this is, this is, this, uh, the same way. this is Somersault's um, No Reply. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, which is a really sad song. If you ever please listen to that song and then listen to the lyrics for that song. It's is really bad. Yeah, I really like this song. Um it's just sad. Yeah. But still kind of danceable. Do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do this like call and response thing around 2 minutes is kind of neat. Yeah. And then they got a decent solo at 2:45. Yeah, I like the cut right before that yeah. and then it goes in that instrumentation yeah. I'm like yes this, okay this and Candy Rappers might be the only two songs on this album I enjoyed okay but I mean those are like these are two of the better songs on the album so uh, you know that's that's sure. fine um, then we get 17 I don't like the crickets at the start nope 
This is probably my least favorite song. Yeah, I kind of just fun. Yeah, it's it, not particularly special. In it does way. have a nice warm tone, so they change yep. the guitar up a little bit, so it's a less of a like clean, dry tone, and now it's sort of warm. Yeah, and then it goes away. Yeah, I like the drums on this, and the ending vocalization and instrumental is pretty good. Yeah, the, it's fun to sing along to the vocalizing at mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. Um, then we get Life Ain't the Same. This one's okay. Lyrics didn't do anything for me again. Yeah. Uh, I do like the hard-to-predict instrumentals on it, though. Like, it kind of just bounces around a lot. Yeah. Which grabbed my attention and had me bobbing along a bit. But I probably wouldn't, like, choose to throw this on. Yeah. I like uh, I like the bit of tremolo picking that he does on the guitar a few times throughout the song. Um, sure. Really high notes on the chorus, but he's kind of doing that throughout most of the album. Now, I'm really surprised that this next song isn't Jamie's favorite. Swinging for the Fences? It's baseball-themed. <laughs> Jamie loves old baseball. Wait, did we just talk about Life Ain't the Same and I didn't say a word about it? What do you want to say? Uh, I wrote Manic Pixie Dream Song. Yeah. Well, that's every song. That's, that's, yeah. Just this one. Um, Just, that was the only note I wrote. Sorry, I I, I spaced out there. Perfect. I'm glad we went back. Swinging for the Fences, (laughs) your favorite song. (laughs) Uh, I wrote, this song uses a baseball metaphor for love. That was my only note. There you go. I said it's okay. That's a home run note there, Jamie. <laughs> there's, there, there's nothing super remarkable about it. Uh, it's a first song in a bit where I actively listened for the entire song and enjoyed it. Uh, after Life wow. is the Same and 17, I was kind of like, yeah. Mm, and then I got back to this and I was like, I like it. And again, the the dynamism, di- dynamism, dynamicism, dynamicism, dynamism. dynamism that goes on again, it goes throughout the whole song and then it just ends. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Um, then we get Lovesick. I wrote, this one is acoustic. Yeah, it's really cute. It's got a fun chorus. It yeah, has an old country song vibe. To yeah. Yes, that island vibes are strong, but the lyrics don't cut it. The chorus is meh. The only thing that ruins... It's too cheesy. It's too old I like school it. cheesy. I like it. It feels like it could be a cover of... Yeah. You know what? It's a cover of a Beach Boy song. I like that, though. I'm, I'm fine with it. The only it's thing that ruins the, the song for me is that it, it it has the same falsetto as all the other songs. Yeah, that's and what he like does. it's like this guy has one like capable voice. He has no other voice. I, I, I fully agree that like the range um, lacks. I don't know if he's just he doesn't have the range or if he just always likes to sing up here. But he I like register. it. I like it. I don't know. Do I like high voices, though. It's the same thing with John Frusciante. I love when John sings on Chili Pepper songs because sure. he always does the high parts. Yeah. Um, it's like when the Bee Gees switched to doing the high voices. Yeah, yeah. they didn't always like <laughs> yeah, the original yeah, songs. Yeah. Do not have that very high different. Voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Barry Gibb. And then we get uh, "Fast, Furious, and Wonderful." I really like this song. This one has a different tone to his singing Fast, at the beginning. Yeah, the drums wonderful. are great. There's some yeah. gong work. Yeah, fire ends. Yeah, it starts back with the freaking falsetto. Yeah, yeah. This one has a, a different sound, and I really dig it. I like the verses being so short and abstract to let you paint a picture by filling in the blanks it like Mm -hmm. only gives context and tone and then is like picture whatever you want long day yeah heat wave (laughs) don't worry about it fast heartache field day old bear i'm like i like all these things it's just like (laughs) let's uh fill in the blanks of whatever and kind of make the song happy or sad if you want it to be cool what did you think? You just listened to the song and words went by? <laughs> I like that it had a different tone, and then I hated that it changed the tone back to the normal tone about a minute in. But it's the best song. Well, it's, I shouldn't uh, say it's the best. It's the it's, cutest song. It's pretty good. I like Fair. Fast, Furious, and Wonderful. This one, I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it, it They drew me into their world, and I don't know if it just hit hard for me because my girlfriend's been gone for like a month now for work, but I was like, <laughs> God damn, what a like a cute love <laughs> yeah. song. Holy smokes. This song is so romantic and it hit hard because especially because most of the songs are not love songs. Yeah, so they're the fact breakup that they ended with a love song. Yeah. I was like, oh, finally, sweet release. An actual love song. Yeah. Not like something that sounds like a love song, but a sad. Happy camper. No, yeah, we get we get Happy Camper, which That's, is the last track. Yeah, we're talking about. Yeah. It's yeah. uh what we were talking about that? Yeah, the no, title. We oh, we were oh. talking about Fast Furious. No, that's not a, that's not a love song. Oh, Happy Campers. Okay, one review of Happy Campers said that the song was a very different tone to the album, and I I couldn't hear the different tone. No, I fully agree. Okay, so the what I think that he's trying to say is that this is like the album amped up. This is the dreamiest song on the album, but the whole album's dreamy. Yeah. So I don't know. I think this is like the penultimate song on the album. Yeah, you, th- no. you, don't, you don't think this is the dream? Oh, so we were all on different pages on this one. I think this is the it's so it's the only act well one of it's if so not the slow. only the only love song that's actually a love song. 
Interesting. And I don't think it's the dreamiest. You don't think it's I think it's super dreamy. No, I think the other ones are dreamy because they're abstract. Versus this one's just like, we are on a road trip. We're in our car. We don't care that it's a mess. We're just out twisting on the floor. And I'm such a happy person when I'm with you. And we're out doing things. Like, it's so based in reality. Versus the other ones are like, you know, I'm left with just the candy. Or I'm out on the, like, the last song was just a string of words. Yeah. Like, this one's not really... It feels maybe dreamy in a different way, but I feel like dreamy is almost like it has to be abstract because dreams are different and weird. This I, one's like based in reality, physical things happening. I'm with you and I'm happy. I'm I a happy see, camper. I see dreamy as like slow and kind of airy. and The whole album is slow and airy. Yeah, the whole album's dreamy. So it's all dreamy. Yeah, but this is the dreamy. It was all a dream. I don't agree. <laughs> I, I it was like, only just a dream. <laughs> I like the imagery throughout the song. I think the lyrics paint a really nice picture. Um, chorus is nice and chill to sing along to, and the last half of the song is a nice way to end the album. Yeah, it's just like I don't care that I don't really have much going on at home because I'm with you. Yeah, it's like that is so freaking sweet. Yeah, just a happy camper. Um, so yeah, I, I I like this one. Let's talk about the album itself. I guess sure. it's a pretty regular release. It's got a bear. <laughs> On a bike, motorcycle. Motorcycle. It's on one of those pennies, like a little flag, kind of like those triangle flags on a stick. And then it's grass. Pennant. Penny? Uh, Yeah. Pennant? I don't know. The the stick with the... I got got one that says Sasquatch. like those jerseys. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's a stick with the triangular flag on it. There you go. Cool. Anyway, it's got a bear on it. So it's an astroturf. Happy camper. Is it astroturf <laughs> or is it grass? Sort of like I, I can't tell if it's grass or fake. Ooh, I went to the back. I like that. Yeah. Oh, so on, that. That's cute. oh, he flipped it around so we see the front again. I got it. Well, I got to talk about it. The back. <laughs> 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 the back has got all these cool pictures. Um, it's like not a comic book. It's like an old timey drawing kind of with a bunch of people camping and stuff. And there's basically imagery for every single track. It really does not match the front. No, completely different. Yeah. But very, it's very cute. Very different, but very cute. Yeah. So they've got basically little... Uh, it's also like a magazine. There's like dollar values next to all the songs too. Like Heart in My Car has a baseball glove and it's got Little League Catcher's Mitt, twenty four ninety nine. Speaking Sonar has Marine Life Field Guide, nine ninety nine. I don't, I don't know why, but uh, yeah. Anyway, maybe you sound like you're from upstate New York when you're reading out the prices. Because uh, I feel like it. Okay. Uh, the sleeve, the inner sleeve is kind of nice. It's like a maroon Ooh. color with uh, lyrics and titles on the back, which is always nice. I like when they include lyrics somewhere. It says written and performed by Somersault, and then the record itself is oh, ooh, translucent purple. Purple. purple, and it looks like um, Viewmaster. Yeah, it's pretty dirty right now. Um, it's but the little Viewmaster thingy. Yeah, I don't think you can actually no, look through it, it. Yeah, but it's pretty it. cool. It's got the track listing and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't see it. I can't see through. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It, it plays well as well. I've I've played this quite a few times. We have to explain what a Viewmaster is to our audience. Yes, I don't no, even I know Google what a Viewmaster it. is. It's the thing you put your eyes up on and you hit the thing, and it's like every time you look, oh. at, it's like another. Yeah. Wait, so you just agreed with us? You didn't know what it was? Yeah. <laughs> that little red thing, the little kid children's yeah, little... I know what you're talking about now. You I know, that thing that you look through, of dinosaurs. you get to see 3D. I assume that you could look through it. The OG so. VR. I was like, yeah, it looks like, those look like boxes that you'd look through. Yeah. Those look like boxes that you look through. <laughs> that describes a lot of things. <laughs> you sure? Glasses? Yeah. What are they, what are they called? Bo- the the yeah, old-timey one where like, you spin the... Yeah, anyway. uh, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. but, um, Kaleidoscope. Wow. I'll go well, first. Okay, sure. My vinyl verdict. Ploof is so excited to go first for on verdicts. Because no. I, I like these albums. I mean, you guys chose two albums that I might have had on my list, but I wouldn't. I don't know when I was going to choose these. <laughs> you go first. No, no, no. no I'm no, excited. No. I'm going first. This is six out of 13. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs> wow. This album is the easiest of listening. Listening to it feels like basking in the sun on your balcony on a nice summer day. Not too hot. Not too cold. <laughs> it's like a modern day Steve Hyatt, if down the road by the beach or DOTRBDB, as nice. we like to call it, had more lyrics. More lyrics. I definitely recommend throwing this on where you're on a nice summer vacation with your partner if you're in a bike ride and want some main character energy, since almost any song feels like it could be from a movie soundtrack. Oh, yeah. I will probably get myself a copy of this album, and if we were rating it, I would have rated it highly. 
I cool. like this song. You didn't yeah. rate it? I don't write any, any of her topics. It's a topic, well, yeah. you rated the last? Well, no, then he's got to rank them. It's I just said Prima thing. sucks. <laughs> I didn't no, write no, Sorry, last time we did a topic, you rated it. I sure didn't. Oh, I don't rate any of her topics. Yeah, anyway. um, I give it a 7.5 out of 10. The only reason it's not higher is because I do kind of agree with Jamie. I think that it gets a little samey, mm. a second, especially on the second Jamie, half Jamie. of the album. I love the first half, and then I like the second half of side B. Um, but there's a few songs that I'm not crazy about. Like swing for the fences is pretty, whatever. Um, 17 is kind of whatever. Like, I don't know. Rockin' my paw also super isn't for me. What does that mean? I don't know. But it's about a, a dog. Maybe. What yeah. No, it's like when you're feeling sad and your dogs are to support you. It's in the lyrics. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I should have read the lyrics. On it's the like, oh, I'm on the floor. My dog comes over and I'm rocking uh, your paw. And it's like, oh. Well, Anyway, I if I was rating Thank only you. like the songs that I really like, Thank it'd be chef. more like an eight or a nine. It is a pretty solid, uh, solid album. I highly recommend it if you like basically any of these tracks. If you've heard Candy Rappers, you, you're probably gonna like the rest of the I'll album. Listen to Speaking Sonar. The song's better. Speaking Sonar is good. Um, I'm really happy that I got to see these guys live. Maybe not the basses so much, but they were. It was a good show. Really good show. It's live because you like took a picture with him, but only with the bass player. Nope, never met and him. You shook his hand. Absolutely did not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was a fun time. And the, <laughs> the people that I went to the show with, uh, most of us are going to go houseboating this summer and I'm absolutely going to, um, make like a playlist with a bunch of summer boating? salt and stuff. Yeah. We're going to go on a houseboat. Only people who Why? like the band are invited. Sorry. That's, that's a Vancouver thing. I don't know. You've never been houseboating? Oh, oh it's definitely like a Vancouver thing. Yeah. You go shoe swap and get a houseboat and go hang, hang out on the McBarge. Pretty much. Have you, have you been on a pontoon boat? In Ontario? All right, this is getting yeah, off topic. Years, it's years the same thing, but a bigger... All right, th- listener, go on a pontoon boat, listen to this, <laughs> go kayaking, listen to this, it'll all be great, but we'll have this conversation offline. Uh, anyways, what are we listening to next week? Me. What are we listening to? But it's my pick. <laughs> and th- uh, we're going to pick The Golden Age by Wood Kid, which I think is completely different from anything we've really listened to so far, other than maybe our movie soundtrack episode. Perhaps, yeah. Cool. But I'm really excited. I've been into Wood Kid for... Man, probably about 12 years now, wow. which is wild. I've been a really big fan, uh, and I can't wait to, to show you all. Cool. I've never heard of them. Me neither. See ya. Bye. Jamie, you want to say anything? You shy? Yeah, he says he's shy. <laughs> <laughs>